Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they strip themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Yay! So wherever you guys are listening from around the world, don't forget that this is the one place where we do not apologize for being who we really are. And it's, you know, it's all about expression and about keeping it real and being authentic. And yes, I'm very excited to be back here on Talk Wednesday to have such, you know, awesome conversation with my guest on the show. So, yes, last week on radio, um, on Talk Wednesday, we had a very special guest, uh, prolific novelist, Susie Carr. And, of course, on Friday radio special, we had another uh, special guest, uh, you know, award-winning British actor, 
and writer Otis Bagnelli, and it was such an amazing week. Yes, we did. We had great conversations, and if you missed any of those conversations, don't forget that even if you missed the live show, you can always catch the podcast or the archive show right here on the radio channel. And yes, we are syndicating all over your internet radio. So you have no excuse whatsoever to miss any show because you can find us on Stitcher, on iTunes, and on TuneIn. And so don't forget, don't forget, you can share with your friends and your contacts and your family, everyone you need, to, you know, who needs to listen to all of these empowering conversations. And you can leave a review as well. Don't forget to leave a review and share. You have no reason whatsoever. So if you miss the conversations with Susie and OT5, really, don't forget you can always listen back right after this live show. So, yes. Uh, if you um, don't forget, uh, if you want to also sponsor, you know, an episode on the Naked Talk, well, you can send us an email at the Naked Talk at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a patron, you can be a patron. You can support us with as little as two dollars a month. Yeah, and of course, get a lot of you know rewards. We have great rewards from you know getting advertising opportunities on the show to T-shirts and moves and joining our VIP community. Yes. Oh, God, there's lots of great stuff. Just go to www.alexacroji.me and click on Patreon, and you can learn so much more about what it takes to be our VIP star. Yes, exactly. So, guys, uh, what's going on? Well, today's episode of The Naked Talk is brought to you by our friends at Zincture Naturals, and Zincture is all about the best quality beauty products. Yes, beauty products made from the finest organic fruits and natural oils right here in Africa. And if you're tuning in and you're going to call into the show, don't forget you can win for yourself a chocolate handmade beauty bar soap or, you know, maybe chocolate or carrots or perhaps moringa. So don't forget you can use your, don't forget you can be part of today's conversation and join the conversation and win some great giveaway. And of course our friends at QTV, you know, at Zincher Naturals, you can find them at um, facebook.com slash Zincher, Z-I-N-C-H-A, Naturals. And of course our friends at QTV Entertainment and Events, they are the best for the top quality event, entertainment events. And you can find them at their official website at www. QTBEvents.com. And let's not forget our beautiful, amazing friends at Evolution Magazine. Yes, Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life and, of course, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. Now, have you gotten a copy of my book, The Naked Truth? Yay! <laughs> Don't forget you can get a copy of my book at my official website. This book really just offers wisdom about the truth, about love, life, sex, reality. It's a really great book. But let's not forget that uh, it offers wisdom to those who are struggling, who have struggled or perhaps are still struggling to accept the truth about, you know, you know the different parts of life. You know. So um, I'm not going to keep you too long. You know, this show, today's show is a really auspicious show. I mean, we were talking about this show since last year. And I've been looking forward to this show because I'm bringing it back. You know, back on the show is one of my favorite guests. Yes, one of my favorite guests. She's been on this show so many times I've lost count, <laughs> really. Um, you know, she's such an amazing person. And I totally love her views. You know, she's got a great perspective and a number of issues. It's always nice to have her back here on the show. And, you know, I'll tell you some more about it. But today, you know, we're talking about beauty and the cracks. Women and aging with my very special guest. Uh, yes, but have you ever thought about women and aging? 
Well, nobody likes to think about it because it makes an awful lot of women uncomfortable to imagine themselves growing old, losing their appeal, and perhaps changing. Now, we know that beauty is a part of every woman's healthy self-esteem. We all know that, you know, hair and makeup and style is important at any age. Still, and you know, in celebration of her 52nd birthday, one amazing woman has made a monumental decision to age gracefully. Why not uh, dye her hair anymore? But to let it grow out gray. Now, I'm very, very excited to have my very, very special guest live all the way from Oregon, Portland, from Portland, Oregon, in the U.S., um, American author, life coach, and clinical hypnotherapist, Nina Bingham. And, you know, it's nice to have her here so we can, you know, discuss beauty in the cracks and why, the, you know, why the way we look shouldn't really be the only reason women can feel good or great about themselves as they age. And, you know, we'll talk about so much more, but, you know, just before, you know, let me just, uh, I think my guest is right here. Hello, Nina. Hi. Hi, Alex. How are, How are you? you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> I'm well. I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited to be with welcome, you today. Welcome back again <laughs> to the Naked Talk. Welcome back. Yes, thank you. Okay. Um, you know, first things first, I need to say something. I need to say happy birthday in advance. Right. Thank I know you. it's your thank birthday you so tomorrow. Much. I know it's your birthday. Yep. I know it's still a little far off for you because you know we're we're kind of like we're I'm just a few hours till the 21st, so it's 10 p.m. right here, you know, in Nigeria. I'm just a few hours till your birthday, so I'm already in like party celebration mood, you know. So I have to say happy <laughs> birthday to you, Joe. Um, and you know what? You don't look. First of all, you don't look your age. You don't sound it. You know. I know it, this is. You know. I shouldn't be saying this because we're gonna have a show, but really. I feel like you know they're you you're so youthful and you don't really come across as it's hard when you said it I was like what really so I know that we have a lot to talk about on today's show you know about women and beauty and age and all of that but you know let me ask you this first what does mm-hmm. it feel I mean how does it feel to be turning fifty two well you know that's what really prompted um, um, talking with you about this possible show because I was thinking about how do I feel about having another year um, being 50 something mm-hmm. and thinking, thinking about my upcoming birthday and I actually wrote an article I have a mental health and self-help blog and so I wrote an article for that mm-hmm. blog um, called Beauty in the Cracks My Youth to Wisdom Makeover because I decided um, that instead of fretting and worrying about being another year and my hair um, was sort of betraying me and that it you know I just couldn't dye it fast enough so the gray kept coming through I decided you know what if you just have a complete shift in your perspective what if you actually begin trying to embrace your age and see yourself in a different way really focusing in on you know the strong and proud woman that you've become and instead of seeing and focusing in on the gray hair, what about seeing in that gray hair every challenge that I've overcome in my life? And so I really began looking at this issue of aging, not just gracefully, Alex, but gratefully, you know. And I think what I've come to is aging gratefully is really all about um, what you see when you look in the mirror, you know, what you see in yourself, our self-perception. So we'll probably, I'll be talking about that today. Sure. Hello? 
Yes, I'm here. Yeah, you know, and and you're right about it. There's something that you said that totally caught my, you know, attention. You said not just, you know, aging gracefully, but gratefully. And that just, you know, that's mm-hmm. just totally, totally, you know, caught my attention. Now, I know that a lot of people are afraid, you know, because they think that beauty expires. And they're afraid of maybe perhaps losing the power of their beauty or maybe just, you know, losing being the center of attention. Um, but just, you know, just, just so, you know, just to get in a little deeper, what, is, what does beauty mean to you? What exactly is beauty for you? Right. Well, I want to rewind to something that, that I mentioned earlier. Um, so uh, the blog article that I wrote um, has actually been my most popular and widely read and shared article on my blog. I got over 500 reads mm-hmm. in one month. And I really think it's Whoa. because as the majority of the United States population, I don't know they're in Africa, but in the U.S., the majority of our population is over 40. So we're an we're mm-hmm. aging society. And so we're all looking for a way to age gratefully, as I was saying. And, you know, when you think about it, Alex, the only gift of living is our breadth of life experiences our wisdom because at the end of life that's really what we're left with isn't it is is what we've gained over the years our wisdom um and yet the things that we hate about aging are like the laugh lines and the flabby arms and the cellulite and the gray hair and the mama pooch or the bulging hips these are all daily reminders that we just aren't what we used to be right and so that's the hard part of (laughs) aging Yes. But I think it's really all about what you see when you look in the mirror. And so when I look in the mirror, this year I'm challenging myself. When I see my wrinkles, I'm trying to remember um, how much my eyes have seen. You know, when I see my yeah. laugh lines, I'm reminded of all the laughter I've had in my life. Um, I, I'm trying not to True. see the cellulite as much as I see how far these legs have taken me, how many miles, how many things have I seen with these legs? You know, I'm trying not to see the pooch as much as I'm (laughs) amazed that my body gave me children, you know, and not focusing on my weight as much. I want to prefer to focus in on, you know, the strong woman that I'm becoming. So I'm I'm trying to make this shift in my thinking, but I think it's very difficult because we live in a society that's oriented toward youth and beauty. Um, very difficult. And I think it's very, um, for, especially for women, uh, mm-hmm. because beauty is a part of every woman's self-esteem. And we live in cultures that promote youth, especially, and beauty. So mm-hmm. it becomes quite challenging, doesn't it, when we get into our 50-somethings and 60-somethings, to feel the same about ourselves. Do you feel the same yeah. about yourself, Alex, today, as you, I'm curious, as you did, like, let's say, a decade ago? How has that changed uh, for you? No. <laughs> oh, no, Nina. Um, you know, and I wanted to say that this really doesn't just, I think just growing older, whether it is, your, whether you're turning just uh, a year older or five or ten years older, for me, I still, I don't feel as, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I really, I just think age is a number. Right, mm-hmm. but I mean, your body tends to have a toll on you. Of course, I've changed a lot from I was in my twenties. I have a child. My body's changed. You know, I'm not as, uh, you know, skinny as I, you know, as I used to be, or as you know, the, as society wants you to be. And mm-hmm. 
as you as you grow older, it's funny because I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine, someone I dated like you know way back, and I, I saw I think I saw him recently, which is a year ago or so, and he said, oh you know, um, so I was like, oh you know what's going on? You you're still you know chasing little girl like w- young women. I was like, oh you know you're so you're so old now, like you're just and I'm like, no, I'm in my thirties. That's not old. I was like, no, you're old. I'm only interested in you know twenty somethings and. I'm staring at him and wondering, what, like, are you, like, serious? Like, so the truth is, you get it, we're in a society where, you know, it's not just, uh, perception is all around. Um, the moment you leave a particular age group um, here in Africa, you get into, people are asking, when are you getting married? When is the, when are the, when is the child coming? You know, if you don't do this now, you're not going to be able to do it again. When are you going to start having children? If you get your 30s, no man is going to marry you. You know, all of those those things. So we're forced to take, you know, just to fit into society's expectation of us. So a woman gets into a particular age. She feels just because she's, you know, she's nearing her 30s, she has to get married, whether or not she's ready, whether or not she's sure enough, whether or not she can handle um, that, you know, being part of that institution, she just feels, especially in Africa here, she just feels that the moment you're, you know, in that early, you have to get married. And sometimes a lot of us do get and then find out that it's not what we, and we're not ready for it. So for me, um, again, I've started to look at myself eternal, you know, internally, not just how I look on the outside. Of course, you, your roles don't come the way you be. At first, you can play um, anything. And I guess a particular age, you know, you're starting to get stereotyped, right? Because even you're, you're getting older. Um, a lot of, you know, the older actors would have been able to play, like, lead characters and play love interests, especially in my industry, the entertainment industry. But they can't do that anymore. They have to, you know, be cast as someone's mother or somebody's grandmother or whatever it is. So the, you know, the, the role becomes smaller. The industry, the pressure's a lot, really. So you have people who care about how they look, they're on diet, tea, trying to slim down, trying to look great, trying to, you know. So um, for me, um, I don't feel physically as youthful <laughs> as I was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. But I don't really feel like I've lost anything. If anything else, I feel like I've gained. Like I'm wiser than I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. I can kind of like relate Thank to you know, what you're saying. So I feel... <laughs> You know, wiser. Of course, I feel wiser. Gained a lot of wisdom and experience, and so I think it's. I think it's not such a bad thing to grow older. I don't know. I just feel like. Um, but you know, I was saying. Um, you know, when I was thinking about what you know, a lot of the things you were saying, especially about your, you know, you two, uh, wisdom makeover, and I do agree. You know, at first, when I was like, oh, why did she call this article you two wisdom? Then it dawned on me that you know the silver hair kind of represents wisdom, right? Yeah. You know, the more you age, the you know, the more you age, the wiser you get. Well, more often than not, it just means that you've experienced a lot of things. And I I love the article. I shared it, I talked about it and a lot of people you know are looking forward to this conversation. But um I know that, you know, we've been talking about this. Let let's go a little bit into your own personal transition. Mm-hmm. Now you decided to go gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why that? I mean, I know that, you know, you have, I mean, and here's why I'm saying this. A lot of people might share the same views that you share, but they're not bold enough. You know, they, they can agree with everything that you're saying about, you know, aging and society and being in this environment. But still, they still want to sit in 
right? So even though they agree that, you know, it's all about, you know, they're not going to look at this, you know, they still end up going back to the salon and putting the dye on their hair. So why yes, did you yes. decide to do the opposite? <laughs> why did you, how come you took that bold step and said, you know what, hey, I'm just going to embrace my new age? Yeah. Well, um, um, I want to rewind to something you said, Alice. You said early on, you said age really is just a number. I think you said something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's true. Age just is a number, and people uh, act differently. You know, I could be, you say, oh, well, gee, mm-hmm. Nina is a young 52. Um, you know, someone else mm-hmm. who's 52 might have a different life and might, you know, have um, a lifestyle that is a little older than mine or whatever. So, you know, age really is a number. It's relative. But words are cheap. So I decided to sort of just wash the dye right out of my hair in order to show that every wrinkle and gray hair has a story to tell and it's a story to be proud of because I'm a life coach. I'm a counselor. And so I talk with a lot of women. I meet with a lot of women. I coach a lot of women. And women's age, women's weight, and sometimes women being single as they're older. Um, mm-hmm. These are issues for women that can be very problematic. Um, but I believe anything that's a part of who you are shouldn't be hidden. I think that's something to be proud of, yeah. any part of ourselves. Exactly. I, I mean, I started thinking mm-hmm. about how can we really tell our daughters, our granddaughters, to be proud of who they are if we ourselves are afraid to admit something as basic as our year of our birth, Right. I mean, shouldn't we be teaching yeah. girls that um, that with age comes wisdom and strength and a noble sort of beauty, um, uh-huh. a more uh-huh. self-possessed kind of beauty? And so as a counselor, uh-huh. it's really my job to promote positive body image uh, among young girls. That's very uh-huh. crucial. And so um, uh-huh. I realized, though, Alex, that I needed to take my own medicine you know, that I needed to embrace my aging self. Um, and I think embracing part my aging body is a part of that message. So teaching uh-huh. our daughters and our granddaughters to never be ashamed of anything that's part of who they are is very, very crucial. So that's why I did this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Nina, you know what, Nina, um, you know, we'll, how about we take, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, well, you know, will you tell you share a little bit of process so far, you know, how it's going and what exactly you know, it entails, uh, you know, just what's been happening, you know, since I'm um, trying to take up the die. So, uh, you know, don't go anywhere. Just stay here. We'll be back. Okay. Thank you. Have you pre 
ordered your own specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you cuss. But most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement, with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Won't you rather let our dynamic team treats you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business. Taking away the stress from your business. Okay, we're back. Um, if you're just tuning in, this Still the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And just before we went um, on that uh, commercial break, you know, I've been talking to my very, very special guest, uh, Nina Bingham, uh, American author, life coach, and uh, clinical hypnotherapist. And we've been talking about women, beauty, and aging. And Nina has shared so much, you know, so much wisdom already about you know, the process, you know, to have thoughts on beauty and just the process of aging and, you know, how that's affecting her and how she's, you know, basically walking the talk. You know, she's not just, talk, you know, talking about positive self-image, but also walking that talk herself. And uh, so if you want to be part of this conversation, don't forget, wherever you're listening from around the world, you can join in on this conversation. You know, how do you feel about beauty? What are your thoughts on beauty, aging? You know, how do you feel Feel free to join this conversation. It's an open conversation. Wherever you're listening from, join the conversation now. Um, the number to call in, just in case, um, it's plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. Plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. If you're calling from outside the U.S., if you're calling from within the U.S., dial as a local number. Call two one five three eight three three seven six six, or you know, use the live Skype button and calling for free. Or you can tweet at Alex Okoroji and uh, Live Enlightened. Um, and, of course, your you know your contributions were made on the show. Or you can use the in-studio chat room and leave us a message or, you know, share your thoughts. And, of course, your thoughts will be read right here on the show. So, um, yeah. Okay, so, you know, as we get back to our conversation. Um, hi, Nina. Hi. Are you there? Hi, Alex. Okay, uh, you know, so just before, you know, we were talking, just before when uh, on the commercial break, I mean, you, you were sharing uh, your thoughts on um, basically why you decided to, you know, take your own medicine, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. But can you put us through the process? I mean, I know that, you know, you, 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 know, I, you know, I know how you, your hair used to look, right? Mm-hmm. And it certainly doesn't look different right now. Uh, I think it's amazing, by the way. I'm even thinking, you know, I'm thinking maybe I should go great too. Who knows? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, join yeah, join the movement, Alex. Join the movement. Yeah. I said join you know, the movement, the gray movement, the granny look. 
the granny look. I'm telling you, Nina, you know, it's amazing. I was trying to find images, and I saw lots, lots of, like, really lots of young ladies, you know, who, you know, they're, like, spotting the silver hair right now. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's so gray, like, you know. And people ask, is it natural? So I think it's cool. You know, maybe I should get some gray, too. You never know. Yeah, but I really, think I think um, the granny look is pretty think? cool, yeah, on, on, on younger people. I think it's interesting. I like it because it really says, you know, um, you know, it kind of throws some value onto, you know, gray hair. Mm-hmm. And, and I think younger women not being afraid um, to have their granny look is pretty cool. But um, kind of mm-hmm. how I started this process, um, is that kind of what you want to mm-hmm. know? Um, it started out with yes, me getting yes. some glasses. That's how the ball started rolling is mm-hmm. that I couldn't drive at night anymore, <laughs> you know. And I knew I needed glasses mm-hmm. and I'd been resisting going. And finally I, I was like I couldn't see to drive. So um, I went and I added glasses to my look. Right. And then I started thinking about mm-hmm. aging and my birthday was coming up. And that's when I decided to, mm-hmm. you know, do this uh, makeover in reverse. OK. And so in terms mm-hmm. of the, the process with the hair that I've had to go through is I started out with jet black hair and I had some uh, gray mm-hmm. roots coming through. And so the first mm-hmm. hair appointment was about a month ago. Uh, maybe six weeks ago, and the first one, um, my hairdresser stripped the black dye out of my hair, and then I was left with sort of this brown hair with blonde streaks, um, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was almost like three different colors, you know, so it was qu- kind of dazzling to the eyeballs. Um, and then the second mm-hmm. hair appointment I just had, uh, we had to let the hair rest for about uh, three weeks because, um, you know, trying mm-hmm. to bring hair from jet black to um, mm-hmm. a brown, you know, can can damage the hair. And so we let it rest for about three mm-hmm. weeks, and then we've had the second hair appointment last week. And so that further lightened mm-hmm. uh, my hair. Um, and so my very patient mm-hmm. and talented hair artist, Roxanne Arnold, who does business here in Oregon, is working now to get my hair to gray, which is really no color at all. So I'm going to have to do one more appointment mm-hmm. in the future, and then we should be seeing the final uh, result. But right now, I'm a bleach blonde, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been blonde since I was 20. <laughs> I don't know if it's true that blondes have more fun, but I'm blonde right now. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I think it's beautiful. Like I saw that, I was like, oh my god, you know, she looks so different. She looks so cool. And I like the glasses. I'll tell you what, I wear glasses myself. A lot of people don't know that. I I have to wear glasses. I wear reading glasses, so it's really bad. Like so, I think we're together. We're like in the same team because I can't drive at night without my glasses. I'm probably aging right before anyone because once I had my baby, my entire body changed. My sights went like. Right out of the window, I started wearing glasses. Um, so a lot of things. I think I just need to get the gray. I, I don't have to wait till I'm 50. <laughs> Who knows? But you really do yeah. look good. And I think that, you, you know, it's nice to embrace it. You know, it's nice to embrace it. Uh, um, I used to have this conversation even with my mom. You know, she used to joke about it. Oh, she wish, you know, you know she, she can't wait. She's, she's, you know, almost 60, but, you know, the gray still – or maybe she dies it. I don't even know. <laughs> but, you know, I think she's also starting to feel like um, maybe I need to, it's okay, you know, to just, uh, people, once they see her, they're, like, totally shocked by her age, first of all. And, um, but, you know, it's nice to have people who are not ashamed of, you know, how far they've come or how long they've spent, you know, and all the things yeah. that they've experienced. And they're still willing to be, you know, um, open about because I noticed something, especially in my industry, you know, as an entertainer, um, it's very difficult for people to be upfront about their age, you know. Yes. Um, yes. A lot of times, if you're, they're afraid that people are going to judge them 
It's amazing if they were too if they're too young or too old, somehow they're gonna be judged anyway. Right? So yep. People are not, especially, you know, the older they get, then the age starts coming down, right? And there's an official age. And, you know, the younger they are, people want to grow older. It's it's really funny how we're in a society, really, like you put it, you know, that's totally age-phobic because it's almost like mm-hmm. it's a big deal. And I don't feel like it should really matter because there are people who are young who act and feel way older than, you know, they are. And there are people who are, you know, not as young, who feel, you know, young and happy and energetic and all of that. So um, I think that it's amazing to have this conversation because a lot of women will be empowered by it. Now, I I did check out something, and there are a couple of, you know, thoughts and tips, you know, that, you know, basically might be able to change people's thoughts on beauty. And I just Mm kind of wanted to, you know, run them by you. Yes, And as a life coach, you know, you know, run them by you and get your opinion um, on what you, you know, just what you think about them. So number one, they say beauty is beyond physical, right? Mm-hmm. And they say mm-hmm. that beauty is not just, you know, a physical ex- experience, but a psychological one as well. That we all tend to think of beauty just as skin did. You know, I know you did mention a little bit about this when we spoke earlier, um, you know, but yes, they say, you know, but they say research tells us that perception of what is deemed attractive and unattractive is much more complicated. Now, why do you think some beautiful women say, I've never thought I was pretty? Yes, even beauties like, you know, popular actresses and all of that have drawn attention to what they consider to be flaws, right? Mm-hmm. Similarly, there are women who may not be your typical image of beauty, yet when you ask them, they say they are quite confident in their looks. So, I mean, yeah. what would, I kind of just wanted to get your take on that. You know, what do you, you know, what do you feel about you know, that? Mm-hmm. I know you, I, I think I already know what you feel, but just for the sake of those who are listening, who still mm-hmm. feel like beauty is skin there? You know, what would you say about that? Well, you know, when you were talking, I my mind went to a few um, sort of people who are expanding our consciousness in this area, um, mm-hmm. people who in the entertainment industry I might call silver foxes. You know, these are mm-hmm. women who um, are proud of what they've done. They're extremely accomplished. They're extremely mm-hmm. confident women. Um, they're older women, mm-hmm. but they're beautiful women. And, you know, I'm thinking like women like mm-hmm. Helen Mirren, who at age 70 is still yeah. um, wearing her yeah. wisdom very well. <laughs> Um, I think of my favorite mm. dame of the big screen, Judy Dench, who at age 81 yeah. is currently filming another mm. movie. She starred in four films just this new year. So what an, at 81, mm. what an incredible example she is of this regal mm. aging in this age-phobic entertainment mm. industry. You know, other actresses, mm. you know, I've been thinking about um, who else has been aging I'm thinking Meryl Streep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep. I mean, she is a natural beauty, mm-hmm. isn't she? Uh, Cheryl, uh, yes, Sharon she is. <laughs> Stone is another one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett is beautiful and older. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Susan Sarandon. You know, these are all ladies who are 50 mm-hmm. and older celebs, uh, mm-hmm. but that, you know, they can still seduce. And these are women who, True. due to their talent <laughs> and charm mm-hmm. and, and charisma and sex appeal, they're just mm-hmm. radiating confidence. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Confidence is sexy at any age, mm-hmm. any age. Mm-hmm. But when you were mm-hmm. talking, okay. I, I thought of one person in particular, um, and that was mm-hmm. Adele, the singer Adele. Um, you know, are you familiar with her? <laughs> What's that? I was just going to talk about Adele. Yeah, she's British. You were. She's a singer. Yes, I was going to talk about her. Of course, I'm, of course, who doesn't know Adele? Like, really? <laughs> yes. 
like yeah, that. Yeah, she's fantastic I'm because you know she's yeah, yeah. She's not well. Skinny. When I think about she's confidence, zero. she yes. Go ahead. No, I was saying ahead, that Alice. Adele is not in any way. I was saying that Adele is not in any way size zero, right, or size two or six. You oh know? yeah, she's oh, no, so huh? she's plus in size. Her body and <laughs> yeah, so she's yeah. a plus size celebrity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, when I think yeah. of her, I, and I think, uh, she came to mind mm-hmm. because of her confidence. Her confidence and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. she's really defied the stereotype of perfection in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Because she's a plus-size celebrity, mm-hmm. and yet she has this confidence. Mm-hmm. She's a 10-time Grammy-winning um, talent, and she's really won the heart mm-hmm. of music fans worldwide and the admiration, I think, mm-hmm. of a lot of women because mm-hmm. she stepped outside of that box that Hollywood gave her to step into mm-hmm. and said, you know, well, one of the things she said is this. She said, quote, I don't make music for people's eyes. I make music for mm-hmm. ears. You don't see music. You listen mm-hmm. to music. So what what does my weight even true. matter? Right? She's saying my <laughs> talent true. is what matters. Yeah, mm. right. So I really love her. And, um, you know, but it's interesting because Hollywood's reaction to Adele has been quite um, strong, you know, on both sides. Like mm-hmm. there's been people who mm-hmm. have definitely criticized her, like Joan Rivers said about her that she was a chubby lady, lady who should lose weight. And then, like, designer Carl Lagerfeld said about her, you know, Adele's a little too fat, but she has a pretty face, right? So so she's taken <laughs> a lot of criticism for her weight. Mm-hmm. But then there's been stars mm-hmm. like um, like Lady Gaga who um, said about mm-hmm. Adele, I, you know, I think her confidence is something that we all have to match. I need to be mm-hmm. a more confident woman like Adele and say politically active things that are helpful for younger girls. So I think mm-hmm. she's kind of garnered both sure. criticism and then praise. Uh, and and I really think that, you know, just listening to what she said, that's true because um, there are people who are probably going to say, oh, you know what, Nina, I think I liked you when your hair was a little darker. You know, why didn't you go this? You know, people might think, why don't you think of something that makes you look younger? So, yes, you're mm-hmm. saying it's true. You might want, the, the society might still want to judge, judge you for being confident in your own skin, but that's not enough reason not to be. And I remember that, you know, something that, um, you know, Adele did say. She was like, oh, you know, I broke the Internet, but I didn't have to expose my boss. Like, you know, and she was referring to people who have to do all sorts of, you know, um, you know, all sorts of risky things or risk things just to get attention. And I I would say to someone, she's naked, like she's very naked in her music, but she doesn't have to get naked. Like, you know, so um, you can feel all of the expression and all the passion and everything, you know, in her art, but she doesn't need to strip for her to be able to get your attention. So that's, you know, that's really awesome. Thank you so much, Nina. Um, But let me go to number two. Um, They're saying change your experience of age. Now, all I'm really thinking is, I mean, you know, people are saying, although we can't stop the physical change of aging, we can change our experience of aging. Right. There mm-hmm. might be ways to look better or take care of your skin or body or, you know, make you feel better temporarily, but mm-hmm. that's just on the surface. What can we really do to change the experience of age inside? I mean, you're a life coach, so I'm saying to yeah. those, I mean, yes, you can use creams and all of that, you know, on the outside, but what can you do to feel younger on the mm-hmm. inside or at least enjoy the experience of aging on the inside? Yeah, perfect, Alex. I like that question. 
I, um, you know, kind of rewinding to what we were talking about, about Hollywood mm -hmm. and entertainment industry mm -hmm. and women, um, I think mm -hmm. that the disgust and shame that's directed at aging women is kind of contradictory because <clears throat> it suggests that the <laughs> ideal woman is young and without wrinkles. But then, you know, when women in the industry attempt to maintain that ideal through plastic surgery or Botox, you know, it's like sometimes then the media will attack them. You know, one of the one of the mm -hmm. most uh, poignant and recent examples of this is actress Renee Zellweger. Uh, she had so much cosmetic surgery done um, on her face that she was almost unrecognizable, and the media just attacked mm -hmm. her about it. But but <laughs> it's like, but sure. women who make their living in the entertainment industry are really held up to such impossible, unnatural standards, like this Barbie sure. doll sure. ideal, <laughs> where you have. As you were saying, mm -hmm. the Kim Kardashian rear end and the Barbie doll enormous breasts and oversized Botox lips and no wrinkles or no stretch marks, no cellulite. And then, oh, don't forget, perfectly coiffed hair and nails and makeup. <laughs> I mean, it just makes me exhausted thinking about this. And, you know, the, and it's sad because the, the last time the public really saw Zellweger on screen um, was this old image of her. And when she kind of came out of hiding, then she got labeled as yeah. distorting youth, you know. And it just mm -hmm. seems so duplicitous to me that the public expects <laughs> perfection of these celebrities, but then would turn on these women trying to maintain that perfection. So I, I think what we have to get away from is perfection. Alex, it's sure. it's it's an impossible ideal, and the more we say we have to be perfect, we have to, you know, we have to have the um, Kim Kardashian rear end, we have to have enormous breasts, we have to have lips that are twice the size of the ones we got. It's just putting so much pressure on ourselves. So I think this idea of getting away from perfection is really key to getting more comfortable with who we really are. Okay, Nina, that, that's, you know, totally, truly, truly, truly amazing thoughts. Um, you know what, Nina, how about we take, let's take a quick, uh, you know, let's take a quick musical break. Um, it's your birthday, and it's a beautiful day. So, uh, well, it's almost your birthday, but I'm really, like I said, I'm already in party mood. Like, I missed a few hours to your birthday right here in Nigeria. I know you still have a few, you know, a few more hours to go until it's 21st. But uh, you know, let's take a quick uh, let's take a quick break. This is Tailwind. It's a beautiful day by Peter Kelly. Peter Kelly was a guest on this show, and yes, he was here on our first anniversary special. Aware. Um, well, enjoy. I'm thinking it's a great day for love to begin. Finally at a place where I've never been I'm talking about a brand new version of me Stripped down to my story Wrapped in titanium Wake 
Um, and uh, we talked, the first one, we talked about uh, beauty, you know, being beyond physical. And the second time we talked about, you know, changing your experience of age. Now, uh, for number three, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read this. Your self-image is dynamic, right? Now, I personally know that, you know, while aging can, you know, is inevitable and irreversible, self-image is not. And self-image can be fluid and timeless. You know, and it's not necessarily an actual picture of yourself, right? But an internal experience. So, you know, for you, what do you think about that thought? You know, your self-image is dynamic. Uh, what can you say about, you know, self-image? Because you did mention that while you were talking earlier, about how to let young girls have a positive self-image of themselves. And so how do yeah. you think that helps in, you know, in the process of aging, really? Yeah. Well, I think self-image is always changing, you know. And, and I think when we look at human development, um, in the 20s, in our young adult years, we're not so confident as we are when we hit midlife. At midlife, we've got a lot of life experiences underneath our belt. And, um, you know, we're more sure in our 40s of who we are. And I think, you know, I'm, now that I'm in my 50s, wading into the 50 pool here, I, I think that um, it's interesting now what I'm feeling is that I can actually depart from this identity that I've built up about who I have been in the past. So I'm actually beginning to feel mm. as if I want to be something new or different. That's okay for me to do. Okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I think in each uh, stage of development for human beings, um, you know, we face uh, different challenges with each stage. But aging certainly mm-hmm. can add to our self-image. It can be a positive mm-hmm. um, towards mm. a self-image. Or, but, again, it's how we see ourselves. Mm. Or we can look at it like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a limitation. So it's really, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? Mm-hmm. And that's really all about mm-hmm. attitude, Alex. It's it's about our attitude mm-hmm. and how we see it. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. I do. I, I do. I really do. Like I said, you know, it's really how you see yourself, really, you know, um, the, that image that you created yourself. And, again, this happens. I get to argue. A lot of people get to argue even about my age. is weird because, you know, I remember I was shooting a film. Um, some months ago, and I was on set, and I met like my I met my co cool, like my co cool star, you know, who's starring in the film. I was meeting this person for the first time, and while we were sitting down talking, I was on my computer trying to write my blog post and update something on the blog, and you know, we're talking, and I don't know what he said. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I said to him. So then he said to me, oh, you know, you this, you know. Um, so I said to him. Then I said, oh, I have to call. Oh, geez, I have to call my son, right? And and he's like, you have a son, like. And I'm like, do I look too young to have a son, right? And he was mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, you look, you look, you kind of, you know, and you get this all the time. People are trying to guess, you know, why do you even need to guess anybody's age in the first place when people are trying to guess? And he was like, so I was like, right. okay, how old do you think I am? And he was like, um, let me see, you're 25. <laughs> so I started and laughing because I wasn't sure if that was and a compliment. You said, so I was, good guess. <laughs> what did you and you said, good guess. I was like, I was like, hmm, is that a compliment? Are you sure? Is that your last? Is that is that like like your last answer? And he's like, mm, let me see, twenty four. Like he went back down. And I was like, oh really? Is it how I look or is it how I sound? He's like, mm, it's not how you sound. It's how you look. Uh, okay, you know what? Okay, maybe you're a little older. Okay, uh, twenty seven. I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, you know, so I'm like, well, I'm in my 30s. It's like, no way. No, you know, and we went back and forth. And, but you get this all the time. 
right? Yes. So even with older women, you can find women who yes. are in their fifties. I, I mean, I did say something to you at the beginning of the show. I said you don't look like you're fifty-two. Now that's me joining, you know, the bandwagon. Like, oh yeah, but I don't feel like it really should matter. I really think yes. that what is important really should be, you know, what value do we add to each other? You know, when we engage each other, what is the value we add? You know, what's this person, how much, like I said, how much value is this person bringing into the interaction that you're having with them? Whether they're yeah. old or young or what. I've known to date older men, so it's really funny. From when I was like, you know, my first boyfriend was 10 years older than I was. So, and all my friends, you know, all my friends were like, I was, 16, I remember when I was 16, and my best friend was 32. So she's mm-hmm. like twice my age, right? Mm-hmm. And so that also tends to have a certain influence in you, right? Because you're hanging out with these people who have a lot of wisdom or, or way older than you, more experienced than you. And so they get to share their own experience with you. So sometimes, you know, you're getting secondhand experience, really. Um, you don't necessarily have to, and we're all not going to live long enough to experience everything ourselves. So we're definitely going to be filling off things that have happened to other people and learning from their own experience. You know, so that I, I like to see aging as you know, um, if you're surrounded by more people who have more wisdom, ah, that's more wisdom. You know, that's more power to you as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, talk about self-image. But let me say this. Uh, let me ask you this. This is number four. They say beauty isn't the I, the I, and I as in the letter I of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of has me thinking about what you said about Adele, right? Because they're saying if we become our own internal I, right, and mm-hmm. we can control how others see or how people see, how we see or how other people also see us, Right, mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. give it to other people to determine who they think that we are, whether we're attractive or not. And it mm-hmm. just has me thinking of what you said about Adele, right? So yes. Adele comes with his confidence and all of that, you know, all of that. And we're determined to, I mean, we now see her as confident and beautiful, even though she's not the stereotype. Or the stereotype, you know, we're like, oh, she's beautiful because she kind of is controlling how we perceive it. But, you know, this, this is just my own thoughts. What are your own thoughts on, you know, that, you know, beauty? Yeah, well, I think, you know, you were talking about earlier about men, and I think, and, and you know, trying to guess people's ages, and, and at age 50-something, I feel like I'm invisible to men, <laughs> but it, it doesn't bother me, because I'm, I'm really learning to love myself as is, and, and that's, mm-hmm. that's true freedom, right? When you can say mm-hmm. to another person, this is who I am, and you can either love me or leave me. I mean, there's freedom in that. And, you know, I, now I don't even, I'm not even worried about, you know, telling a person my age. Um, Mary Kay Ash of Mary Kay Cosmetics once said, a woman mm-hmm. who will tell her age will tell anything. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's I think, very though, that, true. <laughs> yeah. I think, though, that we should be proud of our wisdom and our accomplishments mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that we've worked really hard mm-hmm. for. Um, that's what I'm proud of. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not so concerned. I'm not so focused on the perfection anymore because as I've mm-hmm. aged, I'm having to let go of that. But, you know, let's be honest here, Alex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look relatively my age, although you say I look young and I appreciate that relatively, you know, if you were up close and personal and looking at my wrinkles, you would say, well, yeah, maybe Nina's 50. I can see that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Nobody's really fooled by hair dye, right? Nobody's really fooled yeah. by a nip and tuck. 
I mean, so it's kind of like we need mm-hmm. to save ourselves some trouble and don't make age something to be guarded or to be uttered in shame. Instead, you know, we try to need to try to embrace um, every wrinkle and every twisty gray hair and own our wisdom and love ourselves and flaunt it. Love ourselves and flaunt it. That's what I believe. Very true. You know what, Nina? You did say something, and <laughs> you're right. You said no one, no one really is fooled by any of this. You know, the makeover and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I said when I said that you when I said you don't look your age, I'll be honest right now. I think that it was more about how maybe I needed to say I don't feel like I don't think you you act. You know, you feel I don't feel it. Like it wasn't more like I don't see it. I, I don't think that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Something mm-hmm. I think is just my perception of how again maybe it's back to what we said about you know you know self image and you know the beauty being in the eye. I don't think I was I'm focused on where the wrinkles. Oh my God, how many wrinkles are there? You know on her face. Oh oh, look at this line. Oh she has to be old. You know I think that my perception of you and of other people out there really is basically in their character and how they act and how they behave and how they interact and how they connect right. Um, yeah. So you can have someone who's. So I think that, and I think that that's how it really should be, right? You know, not necessarily. I'm not like, oh God, look at the, look at those flaps, like there are ten of them. Oh my God, she has to be like what seventeen? No, that's you know. So maybe we need yeah. to really stop um, judging ourselves and looking at ourselves that way because that's putting a lot of pressure. And again, you know, you did say something. Oh, you kind of feel like, oh, maybe you're probably invisible to men. Um, I also think that we women put the pressure on ourselves. I don't think that a lot of women care so much for the men. I don't really think that the reason we care about, um, you know, beauty or how, you know, how, you know, beauty or our own perception of aging and all of that, I don't think it's in relation to men. I actually think it's in relation to other women, funny enough. Like, you know, it's that comp- like, oh, yeah. God, you know, can I look like her? Can I look like, you know, can I be as slim as her? Cause I think the competition yeah. is really about other women. Not, yeah. I don't know. Do you do you feel that same way or? Do oh, I do. I absolutely that's do. That's a really thought. good insight. Very good insight, Alex. Mm. I, I think women tend to um, do two things that really kills us <laughs> in relation to each other. You know, we we should be, um, uh, we should uh, be supporting each other, right? In our age, I mean, and we should have a sense of humor about it with each other. But instead, mm-hmm. I think sometimes because of societal pressure on us to be mm-hmm. the Barbie doll image. Um, women tend to mm-hmm. compete with each other, and I think women mm-hmm. tend to compare themselves to one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this, the, mm-hmm. the two C's, right, the competing and the comparing, those two things kill us. Um, and I think those mm-hmm. two things, more than anything, you know, more than even what, um, you know, the opposite sex, if, if, you're, if you're straight, the opposite sex, or the person you're dating, mm-hmm. Um, would be expecting mm-hmm. of you, or am I turning them on, or mm-hmm. do I have enough sex appeal? I think really we are in mm-hmm. competition a lot of times with other females, and so mm-hmm. and and it's causing all kinds of problems. It's causing eating disorders. It's causing um, mm-hmm. uh, us to have lower self-esteem. It, it's causing us mm-hmm. not to have enough sisterhood and support of one another. Mm-hmm. So it's really very imperative mm-hmm. that we get over this idea, this beauty myth. You know, that we have to be um, perfect. Uh, and, and I think, frankly, as I said, if I have to blame anyone for this, I would blame the fashion and entertainment industry's agenda towards this mm-hmm. unattainable 
uh, standard of perfection. Standard. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very mm-hmm. high bar for most of us. <laughs> totally, totally <laughs> high bar. We have to Photoshop yeah. and we have to airbrush and we have yeah, to yes. And trust me, that's, you know, it's, it's really, really a lot of pressure. Believe me, I know that everybody here in Africa, like, sometimes, you know, I kind of want to go to the market. I don't, why would I dress up and make a pig to go to the market? Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even make any sense. But anytime I want to step out, someone says to me, don't you know that you're a celebrity? Like, don't you know you should? And I'm like, no, I'm a real person. What's wrong with you? I'm like every, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to the market and be more, I don't even want anybody to recognize me. I'm even looking for how I'm going to hide, right? So mm-hmm. I've gotten to that stage in my life, even as at my own age, you know, where I'm very comfortable myself. I can come out in the PJs and my reading glasses, like I couldn't really be bothered. And there are days, yes, I kind of want to look glamorous. There are days when I care. And it's not really because I care. I just feel like those days, I just feel like I want to dress up. It really has, it has to do with my own feeling about myself and not, you know, about other people's expectation of yeah. how I'm supposed to look or how I'm supposed to present myself or what they think about me. So the moment, uh-huh. like you said, yeah. when, the moment you can outgrow or overcome that pressure to constantly mm-hmm. compete and maybe compare yourself to mm-hmm. other women, maybe that's mm-hmm. when you actually start to really just own your age. Maybe that's it, yeah. I think that's it. But you know what, Nina? How about we take another break? You know, just before we wrap this show, I know we've been talking for a while, uh, but let's, you know, take just one more uh, musical break, and then we'll be back, and we'll wrap this up. So, yes, uh, this is I Want to Belong by Michael Kilby. Michael Kilby was also a guest on this show, I think, in uh, July. So, yes, he's a British singer, uh, Michael Kilby, and this is I Want to Belong.
Michael Kilbay. Yes, British singer and songwriter Michael Kilbay. Yay! <laughs> well, um, you know, just uh, thinking about that song. Hi, Nina. Hi. We're back. Hi, Alex. I love that. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you know, just thinking about that song, I Want to Belong, uh, do you feel like, you know, uh, just how women feel about beauty and aging? It's kind of necessarily because of the fact that they want to belong. Oh, yeah, for sure. We all want to belong, whether we're (laughs) women or men, you know, at any Mm -hmm. age. I I think sometimes we think about adolescents, Mm -hmm. teenagers, or young adults as being the only Mm -hmm. ones who are struggling, wanting to um, uh, have the support of their peers, having the admiration Mm -hmm. of their peers, and um, being led Mm -hmm. astray sometimes, you know, into drugs or whatever, Mm -hmm. because they want to Mm -hmm. fit in. But I think as adults, mm-hmm. we do the same thing. It may not be, you know, we may not be quite as, um, inf- uh, we may not be as influenced as easily as adults, but mm-hmm. I still think it within each of us is this wanting to fit in, you know, a, a very, very mm-hmm. basic human mm-hmm. um, evolutionary um, mm-hmm. uh, desire. It's a very strong desire. Sure. It comes it comes from, you know, millions of years uh, over our human evolution of us wanting, needing to fit in. I mean, if you think about it, Alex, if in the past, in the Stone Age, if you didn't fit in, if you weren't part of a group, if you were excluded from that group, well, you wouldn't live very long, would you? So it, evolution <laughs> has taught us that being part of a group is, is um, important, right, and uh, safe. So I think we all desire that. It's in our genes. It's in our genetics to desire to be part of the group, part of the in-group. But I think what we sacrifice sometimes is our individuality. Uh, when we mm-hmm. when we give up our individuality uh, to fit in, then that's mm-hmm. a problem. That's a problem. And I think you learn mm-hmm. that, you know, as you get older. I think it's easier to say who okay. you are as you age, don't you? It is. 
most definitely true. You know, I wouldn't have the boldness that I have now, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be yeah. able to say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm naked or I'm this and that or I'm authentic now. So, yes, I do agree that the older you get, the more, that, you know, um, you say, the more you're able to identify, you know, and, of course, um, articulate yeah. who you are, really. Okay. Yes. Um, but you know, but just before we wrap this show, I know we've had such an awesome show. We've had such a great time, you know, talking. And I know that a lot, lots of people, I mean, are going to be totally enlightened and empowered by the conversation that we had. And guys, if you're just, you know, if you're listening and you know anyone who missed this conversation, women and men alike, be sure to share this link. Tag someone, you know, let somebody know so they can come back and listen to this show because I know that we shared lots and lots of empowering. Um, you know, with the message in this. But that's just before we wrap, you know, this show, um, Nina, before we let you go. You know, how can, how can, I mean, what would you advise? I mean, how can anyone strike a balance? You know, how can they balance the importance of beauty and enjoy? I mean, how, what would you advise? I mean, how can anyone enjoy, you know, the importance of beauty as well as, enjoy, I mean, balance the importance of beauty and enjoy their age, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I mean, how can, you know, how can we find balance, really? Yeah. Well, I think we need to present ourselves um, in whatever way makes us feel good about mm-hmm. ourselves. And, and, you know, it's going to be okay. different for everybody, right? Like I have friends, Alex, um, mm-hmm. uh, I have professional friends who are kind of hippies, you know. They're here in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pretty um, pretty casual, okay? And so we're not mm-hmm. definitely – we're not in New York. And so we're, we're very casual here. And I have a lot of folks who I know who are friends who are sort of hippies, you know, and hipsters. And, mm-hmm. and um you know they're not the they're not perfection they're not the barbie doll that you might see if you go to los angeles okay um true. la Very has true. quite quite different population and and uh, mm-hmm. than here in oregon so um and so i've learned by being here i think in my this environment which is very casual um to try to mm-hmm. see through that exterior so I think it's important that we do present ourselves in whatever way makes us feel good. I have lots of friends that are kind of hippies, and at first I kind of was put off by that because I'd never really been around hippies. Mm-hmm. But but now that I'm around people who just present themselves that way, I'm getting more more comfortable with it, okay? And it's just them. Mm-hmm. They're just being real. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, we've got to get real about who we are. And then I think, you know, to to realize, just as we've been saying, that who we are as women isn't determined so much by – the outer self as much as the moments and memories and the years mm-hmm. that we've lived, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need to start seeing our value in these hard-won experiences. Um, I'm turning mm-hmm. 52 tomorrow, and mm-hmm. my wish for my birthday is that I can really embrace the beauty in my cracks and be proud mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my mm. wish for me and, and for our audience too. Wow, wow, totally amazing. By the way, I I wanted to say this, but somehow I forgot to say this. Congratulations on you know being on Evolution Magazine. I mean, you were like you know a cover. You were on the cover of Evolution Magazine right here in Nigeria, in Africa. That's amazing. And of course, yeah. you were also amazing. <laughs> you uh, you were featured like the hair forum. You had this tweet chat, and I read you know some of the conversations you guys had about hair and beauty, and just your perception of it. And I thought it was so amazing because I thought that lots of people needed to hear that and be mm. empowered by. Because really, really, I mean, the idea of beauty and the perception you know keeps changing. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yep. there are times when you needed to be light-skinned. Now people want to tan and be darker. There was a time when skinny was in. Now everyone wants butt implants and big breasts and all of those things. So I guess yeah. the perception of beauty keeps changing. So, I mean, yeah. just so that we're not, you know, dangling back and forth, like I think it's just more important to just accept who you are, accept yourself. Right, and be yeah. comfortable in yourself and your skin and the changes and the cracks, like you say, you know, find beauty in those cracks. Um, you know, so it's been an awesome, really, really awesome show having you, God. You know, I'm always so excited every time I have you here. Um, I do want to say this. I know that people can find you because I, re- I really want a lot of people to read that, you know, um, your YouTube makeover post on your blog. Um, where can the listeners find you? Where's the easiest place for the listeners, you know, to find you if they want to reach you? or, you know, reach you for counseling or anything, you know, or want your advice, because you always have great perspectives and views to share. I know that you're helping and empowering so many people around the world. So if people want to reach you, what's the easiest place for them to find you? Thanks, Alex. Um, Well, the first thing is I would encourage people to go to my blog, because I um, write a lot, and Mm -hmm. I have a lot of new articles Mm -hmm. on there, and you can find that article that um, we've been talking about, Beauty in the Cracks, My Youth Mm -hmm. to Wisdom Makeover, Mm -hmm. there. Um, It's at www.ninabingham.blogspot.com. Or they can go to mm-hmm. my um, internet site for my business if they want to um, find out more about hypnosis, which I do, and um, life coaching. And that's www.living-enlightened.org. Mm. Okay, and you're on Twitter as well. <laughs> you're on Twitter as well. So I think that would be probably be the easiest place to contact you and chat with you. And you know, so yes, Mina is on Twitter as well at Live Enlightened. I'm correct. Live underscore. Oh, live dash enlightened, if I'm correct. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can find me on Twitter. They can just look it up under Nina Bingham and they'll find me. On Facebook. Yeah, right. on Facebook as well. Right, right, absolutely. Thank you, Nina. Thank you. Thank you so much. I wish you such an amazing birthday tomorrow. I don't know. Are you having a party? Are you doing anything? Are you just I'm not spending, having a party. I think um, we just had one. <laughs> but, oh, you, yeah. you know, you give me a very... Merry 52nd birthday, Alex. I want to just thank for helping me to celebrate it. But, yeah, you know, I'm going to go out to dinner and, and, um, and celebrate. But, but yeah. this has been fantastic. I, re- I really just love talking with you, and I love your insight. And, um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll meet again. Of course. Sure. You know, we're always, you're like, I'm telling you, I love count. I stopped counting. I can't remember. You know, I don't know how many times you've been at the show. But it's always great to have you. And I know we're going to have you back here again. I can't wait for them. You know, so um, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and empowering us with your great insight on beauty, women, and aging. Okay, guys. Um, so till we come back, um, same time, um, on Friday Radio Special, we're going to be talking sex. Yes, we're talking sex. And we're definitely going to have relationship experts Yes, his relationship expert and talk radio host, Steve Williams, Stupid and Williams. He's going to be here live on the Naked Talk, and we're talking menology. So we're talking men 101, sex, and just the, you know, the perception of, you know, how women feel about men. And, oh, God, conversation is, you know, and Steve, <laughs> Steve is a talker, and he tells it like it is. So I can wait for us to have that conversation. Yeah, so, you know, today we talked a lot about women. On Friday, we'll talk a lot about men. So, guys, until uh, we come back same time um, on Friday, Radio special up the naked talk with Alex Cruz. Don't forget you can share this show. Make sure you share it. Tweet it, Facebook it, whatever you need to do. Let people listen to the conversation I just had with my very special guest, Nina Bingham, live all the way from Putnam, Oregon, USA. And it's been an awesome talk Wednesday. I can't wait to talk to you again on Friday. Till then, 
to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorochi. 